Hello and welcome to Cursed Content Club. <laughs> oh my god, it's been so long. Welcome to Cursed Content Club, wherein we review fucking terrible things. Or maybe good things. We don't know. And we'll have to find out this time, because I don't think any of us have seen this. I feel like I may have seen some reviews of this that left me with the impression that I've seen this, but I have not seen this. Oh, I've absolutely seen this. I could have sworn you watched it with me. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was real? I think. And I'm about to relive that? Uh-huh. Uh-oh. And I bought it on Blu-ray? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Wolfhart. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Dan and Bob, video games of gigaboots.com. California. We did not plan that, just to be clear. And Dr. Agro from Dr. Agro. I'm I'm still confused. Nobody is making us watch this. We just we just decided to do this to ourselves. In a sense, society made us do this. <laughs> <laughs> we can't truly be blamed for any of our own actions. <laughs> but we're watching the fucking wizard. You know, the power glove, it's so bad. It's so bad. Ninja Gaiden Ka. Wait, what? I actually don't remember that. Only vaguely, I don't know. Uh, the, the Fred Savage movie where they that is a combination of Rain Man and a Nintendo commercial. It sure is. Now that I've seen Rain Man, it really is just what if Rain Man was a Nintendo commercial? That's fucking weird. <laughs> I did not see Rain Man before I saw this the last time. At very least, I know that. They need to remake this, but make the main character Ryan Gosling. <laughs> is he just the little boy in this grown up? Oh, my God. Sure. That'd be incredible. He's like a pinball wizard for NES, but it's the year 2023. No, now it's, it's Fortnite now. <laughs> wow, he keeps up with the times. Wow. <laughs> just, all I can see is the cover for Only God Forgives, except he's wearing a power glove. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, yeah, I was just imagining there's like the scene where he beats up a bunch of guys dressed as like Genesis fans, like in Drive. <laughs> And then, and then, and then it's a Bob Chipman review. It turns out, <laughs> how'd this get released in theaters? God, oh, oh no! Uh, some someone please, someone please, like edit the drive thing where he's walking and you see the scorpion, but it's Captain N's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. oh God! Now I want the Ryan Gosling Captain N movie. Yeah, that sounds great. That's definitely better than what we're about to watch. <laughs> right? Yeah, we, we got to save the crafting a better movie for when we're actually in the movie. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's most of what keeps our brain alive. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of dead air to fill here, after all. Uh, does anybody have any expectations for The Wizard? This movie... It's literally Rain Man if it was a Nintendo commercial. Like, if you if you watch both of those things and had cough syrup and went to sleep, like, you saw a Nintendo commercial in the middle of a commercial break watching Rain Man, and you were, like, eight, and you had cough syrup and went to sleep, this movie would just play itself in your brain. Fair, Bob. <laughs> anything other, Anything to add? Not really. I, I remember this being distinctly uninteresting outside of those few scenes that became memes <laughs> if it's a scene without the cool get, kid i'm not interested <laughs> god i forgot the the cool kid the has cool the glove kid. no yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no no i remember uh, you just forgot I, he was cool yes i forgot how cool he was and i forgot the i think some older kid who's also supposed to be cool yeah i don't remember that so i guess i'm gonna mm. get reacquainted Agra, you got any thoughts? 
I'm looking forward to the constant through line of subpar child acting being in one moment gloriously overshadowed by at least one scene of incredibly terrible adult acting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That seems extremely fucking likely. Well, for people who don't know, uh, we do a commentary track after this. And if you want to listen along Then you can go to our with... Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash gbpodcast. In addition to a commentary track for The Wizard, you'll get like 50 other commentary tracks and also other benefits such as early access to our monthly anime review podcast, an entire movie called Isolation 119. This isn't a joke. You get a movie uh, and other benefits. It's pretty good, too. <laughs> it is. We might have to arrange another what? Another cursed content on it very soon. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Take us to Magus's castle, Dan. Yeah! back so dan what did you think of the wizard uh the wizard is a film featuring fred savage in it it is rain man i can't believe how much rain man is in it i did not see rain man before watching any of the reviews i watched ages ago or the movie before jesus christ it's just kid rain man <laughs> what is your number on the cursed content scale of negative five to five <laughs> I don't know why I didn't spend the movie boiling this number together. Uh-huh. I just spent the whole film going, this is just the whole fucking thing. It's just Rain Man. The whole it's just the whole Rain fucking Man. thing. Except fucking for there's Rain no Man. Tom Cruise. It's just Fred Savage. What a downgrade. Uh, I am going to give this film a two. Oh. And a lot of that is resting on the laurels of large amounts of violence inflicted on that guy everyone hates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. That is far and away the best part of the movie. By and large, not a detestable film. The soundtrack's pretty good. Inspired by the very same greatness as Rain Man. Tolerable film. Not good. Not great. But it really doesn't dip deep into negative emotions for me. As we often do on Curse Content Club, I believe Chris Wolfhart was the innovator of the if it was on while I was building furniture system, would I change the channel? I wouldn't. I'd let it play. Okay, uh, I I'm going to give it a zero under the exact same logic of mine that Dan just explained. <laughs> I would not change the channel if I was if I was in a room with this with this on on TV. I would just let it rock. <laughs> Bob. I kind of like this movie more than I thought I would. I love the soundtrack. It's just 80s hits and also some original scores that are surprisingly good. Um, I think that's a pretty basic story, but it doesn't. it's not told in an offensive way, and there are definitely some fun scenes, uh, mainly that involve car crashes. <laughs> <laughs> vehicular violence. Yes, vehicular mayhem in some way. 
Uh, so I'm gonna give it a three. I definitely, I'd be up for watching it again. Even I, I hey, didn't just like this. Check this out. You could watch it again under a different title. Yeah, <laughs> Rain, Rain Man. I'd, I'd love to watch Rain Man. I really wish Street Fighter Six didn't come out literally right now, so I can talk <laughs> you into directly following this with Rain Man. <laughs> oh, that's a download and install. You can sneak in a Rain Man while that happens. I preloaded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess it's fucking over then, huh? Yeah, it's actually booted into my PS5 right now. <laughs> uh, aggro. There's a lot in this movie that, in the tradition of 80s and 90s children's films, just doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> and a lot of this movie's plot leans on those parts that just don't make any fucking sense. <laughs> but that's that's balanced out with so many great, character moments that we'll get into later and a lot of violence against a perceived pedophile. Uh, <laughs> this movie never really does anything egregious or cringy, which you might expect from having this film described to you. So yeah, it balances out at around a two. Yeah. It doesn't really dip into anything that becomes like offensive, which is what I expected coming back. Yeah. And to what Agro also said, like it really does have some load bearing off screen conveniences. <laughs> um, but yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't just hold your head underwater as you have to tolerate the obnoxious insert thing here scene, you mm -hmm. know? There are tons of things you would expect like that. Look, the wizard takes place in a world slightly different from ours where Nintendo's even more popular. I don't know that you can get more popular than 1990 Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, even right now, they don't seem as culturally dominant as they did back then. Like, they're really popular now, but they aren't video game. Right? <laughs> like, like they're not more popular, but they do have more of the market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nintendo back then kind of feels like let's say 2010 iPhone right where android wasn't quite there yet and things weren't up to snuff there wasn't a good ecosystem of quality competition on that end and it just comes off as a, oh you you have some other thing is that an i no it's not an iphone okay well i have an iphone so yeah but we need to get to our segments aggro mm. who's the best character in the wizard that's actually is a weird it's, question. It's got to be Spanky. Darn it. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> this this is a jovial truck driver who gets a phone call from a 13-year-old girl at 10 o'clock at night saying, I need you to come down to a casino and place a few craps bets for me. <laughs> Two days later, he gets another phone call. Hey, some guy who may or may not have perfectly valid legal documents Touched me inappropriately. I need you to round up three of your friends, all get some rigs, trap him in a canyon on a highway, and beat the shit out of him. And he's down, and then gives her a ride to Los Angeles and drops her off. I, I, I think everyone needs a guy like Spanky in their life. <laughs> yeah, he's an enormous hero. We, where's the sequel? It's all about him. Oh, God, that would be so much better. If it, be, it can be about him inspiring the game Spanky's Quest. It can. Dan, who's the best character? Um, I'm going to say our female lead. Uh, Haley's pretty cool. Um, she has depth as a character, and she's not insufferable. Uh, one of the things I found out really uh, quick growing up is that a lot of female characters, especially in, well, you know, all sorts of media, 
but a lot of kids stuff really get written to just be absolutely insufferable and terrible people. Uh, Haley's awesome. She's she's cool. She's not as cool as you know Inspector Gadget's niece, but that's that's <laughs> these, these are unreasonable standards. Wow. <laughs> hey, what? These are kid media ranking of girl characters that rule. If I had a chart, that would be a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bob. Oh, man, the best two were taken. Um... <laughs> Good luck, fucker. <laughs> And me and Agro pulling off of the fucking car. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay. Um the dad. Yes. Fuck. God I- damn it. <laughs> Just a wasteland now. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy his arc of liking Nintendo more throughout the movie. Yes, <laughs> it is arc of getting better at destroying this other dude's car. <laughs> you know, I'm a little disappointed in him though because he didn't land the shovel javelin. That's <laughs> fair, fair. Should have landed that shot and just had it go through his rear fucking window. <laughs> yeah, and then near the end where he gets punched in the face by the alleged pedophile. <laughs> And then his son's like, oh, how's your nose? Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm so disappointed in both of you right now. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah I, I feel like if I was like 17 or 16 or however old, however old Christian Slater is, I'd be so fucking thrilled to be justified in hitting someone. <laughs> right, yeah, right. of course. Like, I'd be like, this is what I've dreamed of my entire <laughs> life. I'm allowed to beat up an adult. We chased this guy into a theme park ride and he punched my dad. Let's fucking go. I'd, my, my mind would fill with, like, doing video game executions on him into the gears. <laughs> you just, yeah, you do the Mortal Kombat uppercut and he falls down like it's a, fatal- a stage fatality. I guess I'll go with... Lucas, just because it's funny how cutthroat this child is. <laughs> Lucas will do anything to win. Yeah, Lucas was the last second betrayal. It's so horrible. <laughs> he yeah, becomes an ultimate villain. Inexplic- I expected the power glove to be in more than one scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. The, knowing that that's one of the few things that is like pop culture relevant from this movie, you think it'd be bigger. That's the best character. I guess we got to get to the worst character. Dan, who's the worst character? It feels really mean, but I just... The disappointment levels are really high. Why Why did the older brother stop to console the dad? I just... I'm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm finished watching this film, and that's the number one question in my mind of... Why would you... Your dad's... I, he's fine. Go get that guy. What are you thinking? They needed... They needed to figure out how to ride in that amazing elevator scene where the pedophile has the Riddler breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) But see, you can write that scene and then immediately have the older brother come in and kick his ass. (laughs) We could have been intercutting between Mario 3 and that guy getting the shit kicked out of him upstairs. (laughs) That would have been peak. (laughs) Yeah, like uh, in the fucking rafters, they're having like the fight from the end of Commando. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that would have been gold uh yeah so i'm gonna have to go with him because at the end of the day obviously the pedophile is an important villain in this movie so it can't be him aggro a legend 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Fictional characters don't get alleged. Are you going to say Char is an alleged pedophile? I would never do that. <laughs> For one, that's underselling his accomplishments. <laughs> God. Don't, don't say accomplishments. <laughs> So I'm going to go for a hard counterpick here. Uh, worst character is Lucas for two reasons. One, because when, when he did his, his horrible heel turn and pointed them out on the steps, I thought, man, fucking hate that kid. That was a bitch move, Lucas. Why am I more mad at you than any other character in this movie? <laughs> Oh, because this is, and now I have to think about Harry Potter because the example everyone brings up of, yeah, like evil Satan versus petty tyrant, why you hate the petty tyrant more because you've actually met someone like that. Mm -hmm. So I was mad because he made me think of Harry Potter. And also throughout the entire film, I feel like he's a 600 year old witch traveling in the body of a 13 year old boy. He always has this weird, too-knowing, far-off look on his face, like this transient mortal shell is is not really his main concern. I mean, and, Lucas clearly doesn't have, like, parents or anything. He's probably, like, hundreds of years old. You're right. Yeah, no, he's just <laughs> drifting through this ephemera, and he... he he focused on this contest so much because it was it was new. And so few things are new when you've been around the sun as many times as he has. And you'd think after living for that long and seeing that much, you know, you wouldn't bitch out and point out your main video game rival to a pedophile on the steps of a Disney <laughs> theme park. That was a bitch move, Lucas. He just wasn't prepared to fight Lucas or uh, fight Jim yet is most powerful. He's no Goku. <laughs> <laughs> guess i gotta go next hmm there's actually not that many characters in this movie i'm gonna go with and if i have to they, as a group they represent one character so i have to group them okay the the arcade bullies who shook them down mm. it's always really pathetic to me when when they like like well, these they have to be old, a lot older to be physically intimidating. So you get these like nineteen-year-olds shaking down a twelve-year-old, and I'm like, a real bully would eat any of you guys alive. <laughs> it's like you got pushed out of the bully economy, and your targets had to keep going lower and lower. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true, though. Like I feel like the actual, like, the actual prime time fourteen-year-old bully would somehow show up and whip all your asses. <laughs> Like, these dudes needed a truck to shake down a pair of 12-year-olds. Mm-hmm. But Bob. Oh, this is easy. Uh, the random girl at the pool who rats out the kids to the pedophile. What's wrong with yeah, her? Yeah, what is her fucking deal? <laughs> the first one I kind of get, but then he clearly starts acting like a, a psychopath. No, don't tell him where the second kid is. Yeah, he's like grabbing Fred Savage by like the neck and shaking the shit out of him. And this lady's like... I guess he must mean he's on the level. I guess I'll tell him. <laughs> this looks like parenting in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that, we have to talk about the, be- the best scene, and I'll go first. A lot of good scenes in this. I guess I'll go with the first conflict between the dad and the pedophile. <laughs> when uh, he slashes the dad's tires with a pin knife 
And when the dad is like, I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of you. He, he like, he like lifts it up and waves it in his face to get him to back off. But the dad only was only backing off so he could get a shovel out of his truck. <laughs> And starts smashing his car. He sadly didn't go far enough. I literally think it's like, well, if they smash the window, that like that's too much damage. We won't be able to use the prop car anymore. <laughs> we only have so much money for this fucking movie. But yeah, that that is my favorite scene. I feel I feel like there's enough scenes for everybody to pick some scene like that, <laughs> right? But uh, Bob, I'm actually going to pick the montage that starts with the the kids getting on the motorcycles with the motorcycle gang. Uh, I like the song they use for that a lot, and it's got a lot of good energy as we just see like a road trip movie play out. Yeah. If this movie focused more on that, I think it actually could have really good vibes. Like if it was really tightly tailored. Mm. I feel like there's just a, a little bit of a wandering energy to this that doesn't make it feel quite like the a, a definitive road trip movie experience for these kids. It's, that's that, true. They that do get, scene definitely has that energy, though. They get in a rut once they get to Reno and stuff, for sure. Yeah, Dan. That and I, I guess we spend so much time with the dad, right? Mm -hmm. That kind of breaks it up a little bit too much. I guess in a lot of road trip movies, you would have the pursuers or party B, and you would spend less time with them, so that way you just get the main thrust. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, yeah. So there's there's a scene, a second fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> the alleged perceived pedophile where he just rams his car to them repeatedly. Yes. It was pretty good when they both just engaged twisted metal mode. But there's it's, it's bullshit because somehow the pedophile's trunk is so strong it destroys the engine. Of yeah, the of a pickup car. truck. Yeah, it's it's that I don't know what the power scaling of this world is. I don't know what what's up with that, but dang, I feel like he got robbed. <laughs> At least Christian Slater was able to fix it within like the next 20 minutes. So, you know, it's not that bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, it wasn't that that they had to fix. It was when the pedophile paid a tower who worked for a junkyard, not even a city tower, mm -hmm. to just steal the car. Well, also, the, that time it had to get fixed in order to get to the spot where the junkyard people towed it. Yeah, I feel like it was fixed somehow off screen completely that, second, that first time. <laughs> Well, the first time it gets fixed because he's he knifes the tires, right? That's when it adds up at the mechanic. The second time's the mystery. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. The thing <laughs> they do there's keep a going lot the of this car getting wrecked. <laughs> it somehow looks perfectly fine at the end, like it looks brand new. Well, yeah, he fixed it. <laughs> Agro, you're up. I'm gonna have to pick one of the the many scenes that I I feel like we were all surprised the. Uh, pedophile skip tracer survived in the end uh while they're in the casino and and haley shouts out an accusation of molestation and two cops security guards materialize out of thin air and don't assess the situation don't ask any questions don't lead him away to have a discussion pick him up bodily and <laughs> cart him out of the room <laughs> Presumably right. out back where there's a pair of shovels and a tarp. <laughs> now, dear, dear dear listener, if you don't know how this guy, if you've never seen The Wizard, you don't know how this character looks. Um, He looks like Nate Silver, the political analyst. So just picture that and imagine police seeing that guy and hearing a young girl yell an accusation at him. And you'll have an idea of why they immediately acted. <laughs> 
but with a bolo tie. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Slightly less evil than corporate casual. <laughs> and as there is light, there must be darkness, so we have to go with the worst scene, and Bob's going to start us off on the worst scene. The scene, this film doesn't have that much that stands out. It's like, oh man, what a terrible scene. It's hard to get through. Like, it doesn't feel like that. There's definitely weaker parts, but it's not like, oh man, I hated this. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm going to have to give it to something we've already talked about. The dad and Christian Slater are chasing down the pedophile and the dad gets punched and then just everyone else fumbles and Christian Slater stands there with the dad like, oh no, what happened? Like, that's just frustrating mm. to watch. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I'll go next, I guess. Yeah, like Bob said, there's not a lot of scenes in this movie that are just frustrating. A there's a scene way in the beginning where the mom is like watching Jimmy build play with blocks through a window and it's like a really dull scene where they just they're trying to talk about the legal status of these children and about putting Jimmy in an institution and it goes on for like 10 minutes. Yeah, and her new husband can't act. No. So, aggro. I think it might have to be the opening scene of this film. <laughs> I did just get angry before it ended. <laughs> the kid's walking along the highway, being followed by a Cessna, who radios in his position, and, like, this truck becomes on the highway <laughs> out of nowhere. And, you know, like the cop stops him and, you know, picks him up. But like, it's, it's poorly acted. It spatially makes no sense. It, it sets an expectation of sick airplane action. The movie does not deliver on. <laughs> yeah. How did they not have the airplane to find him like for the main part? <laughs> Right? Because later on, the cop's like, we don't have the manpower to be looking after runaways. I'm like, bitch, you have air support for this. What the fuck? What else are you doing out here? Well, well, that's a sheriff. <laughs> and and sheriffs are like, if cops had like, if co cops sacrificed effectiveness for more racism. <laughs> a, sh a sheriff is like a cop that min-maxed all, all their stats into bigotry. That's why they're elected. Damn. I hate for this to be the last candidate for the last segment for this movie, but I did not choose to go last. I did not choose for any of this. I cannot believe you guys did not choose the absolute worst scene in this movie. It is so obvious. It is like a shining beacon of light. It's so bright. It hurts to even think about the movie because it just distracts me. Have you ever seen an action movie and you know that guy or a stereotype of a person where it's just like he, he shot that gun seven times and only holds seven bullets. So in this movie, it's about playing Mario 3. They play Mario 3 to makes no fucking sense. The visual <laughs> signing for everything is insane. And then they're like, oh, he shoved the controller up his ass. He's getting so many points. <laughs> It is a terrible, terrible scene, and I hate it every time I watch it. Somehow, Jimmy has cast a spell to replay the first level of Mario 3 seven times, then skips to the castle, uses a whistle, gets to a later world, which gets him way more points magically, and he wins. 
This is ostensibly the important scene of the movie. This is the climax of the action of the film. And it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Hate to be that guy, but that's it. And it drives me insane. It's like if they had a chase scene where the cars kept changing who was in front and who's chasing who. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to assume they use some bizarre super scoring scheme we can't possibly understand. <laughs> yeah, these were these were customized. These were customized uh, uh, cartridges like the uh, Nintendo World Championship carts. A special version of the game where you get more points the further in the game you are. <laughs> it's like it's like Nick Arcade. <laughs> yes. <sighs> well, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Now I never have to talk about that scene again. <laughs> that's that's it for our segments. Does uh does anybody have any final thoughts on the wizard? Bob needs to watch Rain Man. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I feel like I need to watch Rain Man after this, after all the times in that commentary track, patreon.com slash GB podcast. Dan just went, Oh my god, this is exactly like Rain Man. See, I've I had the opposite feeling that now I never have to watch Rain Man because I pretty much got the gist of it. But <laughs> Tom Cruise didn't run in this movie. Wait, does Tom Cruise run in the Rain Man? He just might. I mean, Fred Savage did, so it's it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> what the fuck? Pretty much the same thing. He's a white guy. It's fucking. This is the same shit. This is messed up, Edgar. You know that Tom Cruise has the best run in in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he almost dies every time he does it. <laughs> it was really nice after years of only knowing of this movie through memes. Like that, that's what kept it alive. It was a Nintendo movie. There were a couple of weird lines that this movie's quality was exactly where I imagined it would be. It wasn't surprisingly better. It, it didn't biodome us. Yeah. It was just, <laughs> huh, that's exactly what I thought it was. That's nice when that happens. This movie had a lot of good scenes we didn't even talk about, like uh, when the truckers all beat up the pedophile. Or uh, <laughs> God, what was the other one that I'm struggling to remember now? There was another one that was not related to the pedophile. Oh, when uh, when Fred Savage convinces the girl to kiss him by going, "Well, you're not going to kiss me. What are you gay?" She's like, "I'll show you who's gay," and shoves her tongue in his mouth. There was the time one of the uh, tough teenage bullies. I don't think understood he was about to get his shit beaten <laughs> yeah. in by Bo Bridges in a diner. <laughs> yeah, no, he was about to die. Lucas saved his life. The only good <laughs> deed that child has any connection to. I guess that's it. Go watch, go watch The Wizard, maybe buy the 4K Blu-ray so you can see many things that they never expected you to ever fucking see. I, I don't think they have a 4K Blu-ray. They just have a 4K remaster oh, for normal. a normal Blu-ray, which is already like unsettling because i'm like that nes isn't on what are what <laughs> like why can you see why can we see the wires pulling these props we're really not supposed to see them <laughs>